Hello and welcome to the Fintech Australia podcast, Finney Special, presented by Tier 1 People, leaders in Fintech Executive Search. With the help of the Victorian government, Bogus and BPay, we're bringing you Australia's largest and most prestigious Fintech awards yet. We want you to tune in and pick the winners. And this year, you can join in virtually, in person, or host your own office party. So wherever you are, let's come together and recognize the amazing people Aussie Fintech is renowned for. Registration for the awards event is now open. Go to the finnies.org.au. I'm Dexter Cousins, and I'm joined by Gareth Gumbley, and he's here to tell you why you should vote for Frollo. Welcome to the show, Gareth, and congrats to everyone at Frollo for making it as finalist this year's Finneys. Oh, thanks, Dexter. Now we're excited to be here. We're in amazing company, so it should be a fun podcast. I'm looking forward to it. Well, we're here to talk about your nomination for FinTech Organization of the Year. You've also been nominated for Outstanding Leader of the Year, sponsored by Vogus. Um, and look, it's great to be able to share your story and pitch to our listeners. First up, let's talk about how, how Frollo was founded. So how did you get the business together? Oh, so it, you know, it really came out, it was born out of my experience in consumer lending and payments. So as a, um, a fintech leader, you know, in that sense, I was you know, always fortunate to be in the company of good organizations that are focused on solving problems around money. Um, and what I really found as a big problem that wasn't being solved was that one in three consumers are really stressed about their finances and 40% of the population live paycheck to paycheck. And I really wanted to find a way to solve those problems around financial inclusion, financial literacy, and financial well-being. So that was uh, that was the genesis of, of the business. And, and then it was really you know, thinking about technology and partnership opportunities to be able to solve that. So you know, we're on a quest to help people feel good about money. Uh, we think we've built the simplest way for people to turn around their finances. And through our B2B partnerships and relationships, we're helping them do the same for their customers. Great. So can you tell us a little bit more about the product and, and kind of who your customers are? Yeah, sure. So we're, um, you know, we're providing uh, SaaS solutions to major banking clients like neobanks and fintechs and lenders. So Virgin Money, Australia, uh, Bank of Queensland, Vault Bank, community and mutuals like PNN Bank, Speckle Loans, and a number of other fintechs are the kind of organizations that we serve. We have a consumer app as well. We've got over 120,000 consumers on that. And we help those customers save tens of millions of dollars a year with that uh, personal finance tool. Uh, we have real impact in you know, reducing credit card debt by 30% or increasing savings by 15% you know, in their um, building out emergency funds. And the way that we monetize our business and the way that we grow it is to sell that SaaS solution to banks so they can in turn pass that capability on to their customers. So it's the ability to see your 360-degree view of your finances, provide insights um, using our artificial intelligence. We categorize those transactions. We detect bills. We provide insights. And we provide them the next best action to improve their financial well-being. So using sort of behavioral nudges, they improve their money habits, and the end consumer achieves their financial goals. So our objective really is, you know, how do we touch millions of people um, and millions of impact millions of lives and that was really to partner with these um, banks and um, inspiring fintechs that really want to go out and solve these money problems and 
they use our ecosystem and our APIs to be able to do that. And recently, you know, we were accredited in open banking, so they can lean into our open banking solutions to be able to use that data to deliver, deliver innovative use cases. So let's talk a little bit about the Frollo business. Where are you at now in terms of number of people, like investment round, backers, et, et cetera? So we've, we've grown to about 40 people. Uh, we've got a number of roles that we're recruiting for at the moment, Dexter. So a little plug, you know, we're hiring in product, engineering, sales, data science, um, and we're based in North Sydney in palatial offices. offices. So um, give that a look. But, uh, I mean, when we started, I bootstrapped the business to start with. Uh, once we were post-revenue, we did a couple of rounds, family and friends, found some smart investors that were well-networked. But, you know, we really maintained control of our destiny. Being purpose-driven was our North Star. And then recently we were fortunate in our fintech journey to be acquired. So now we're a wholly-owned subsidiary of NextGen, who are a leading provider of mortgage technology. So this has opened up a number of opportunities for us. So that's where we're at now. We're, we're now, um, I guess, a, a grown-up business. We've exited our startup language. You know, we're scaling up and, and we have a, a, a proud parent to support us. Well, let's talk about growth and competition. So first up, why is your product better than the competition and how have you differentiated? So we differentiated out of the gate really with that North Star of being purpose-driven. So our focus is driving real impact for consumers and I think what, what resonated really strongly in the boardroom was the, you know, the authenticity of the business in trying to solve these problems. We weren't in there saying that here's a bunch of technology and our AI is smarter than everybody else's or, you know, we can build this faster and cheaper than anyone else. We said, you know, we're here to solve a real customer problem and we want to make a difference. And then, you know, we walked the walk. We built our consumer app. We showed that we could actually reduce credit card debt. We showed we could increase savings. And then we made those APIs really easy for our partners to integrate and bring to market. So that, that's been helping us a lot. And that's, you know, that maintaining that North Star and being really purpose-driven all along has really helped our organization. And then I think the other is that, you know, we're really leading the charge in the consumer data right in open banking. So that's giving us an edge. You know, we're the only ones really out there at scale, um, you know, hitting the APIs, delivering a service and a quality solution to end consumers and um, signing up banks to be able to support that. So I think that helps us uh, be different and that's where we differentiate. But I think we're fortunate to have such a, a great, um, uh, I guess, selection of com competitors in the market space that drive us and drive our product and service and our capabilities. Um, the other thing that I think we do that helps differentiate us is that, you know, we have fun doing what we're doing. Um, we care about it and we invest in our partners and our relationships. And this this investment is deep in our culture and we do that. We do give a lot of our time out to others and this really comes back to help us. So, as you know, networking is is key and that that's really helping us drive our business. Great. And so what kind of growth have you seen in the last 12 months, Gareth? So our revenues tripled in the last 12 months. Um, each month is a record month for cash flow. Um, it's kind of eye-wateringly exciting for me, you know, as a as a startup startup founder. You know, the first time you receive money is pretty exciting, and when you start to see that coming in, you know, on a almost daily basis, that's very different to you know one invoice every six months. So um, the other growth that we've seen, you know, has really been sort of our internal metrics: the number of users we have on the app each month, um, the number of active consents we have in open banking, and those APIs in open banking exponentially increase. Um, and we've, we'll see the number of end users on our technology increase by over 300% in the next six months. So we've added more clients last month, Dexter, than we added in the previous year. 
So um, only two years ago, we were seven people when we won the MetLife Award for our work in financial inclusion. We got a grant of 65K and that's that was really a Kickstarter for our business. So, um, you know, we've seen a lot of growth to where we are now, but we think the next the next 12 months is exponential you know, with the work we're doing in open banking. And so how are you positioned for future growth and, and what plans do you have? So I think we're well positioned um, for future growth. I mean, we feel really confident. So our, our plans, um, you know, are really local and international. So we're actively in discussions to take our technology global through partnerships. And we're excited about what that could open up to us. But with the acquisition, the acquisition of NextGen, we're excited about solving problems in lending, uh, working with larger banks um, of NextGen, um, their partners and brokers, delivering improved consumer experiences and outcomes, and then being at the forefront of something as impactful as the consumer data, right, means we're having really exciting conversations with potential partners, not just in finance or energy and telco, but anyone with a significant consumer base are really looking and examining what the consumer data right can do for their business. So I think uh, I think the next 12 months is going to be super exciting based on the, the level of activity and interest that we have at the moment. You know, obviously the world um, has been tackling a huge challenge in COVID. Has that had any impact on your business at all? I, I, yeah, I think I think so. So we had initially we had it slowed us down a little bit, um, particularly our banking partners. We had to turn their attention to some you know pretty big problems of being able to you know serve customers, etc. Um, and so we've ad- had to adapt to some new normal. You know, capital issues in fintech land have slowed innovation. Um, but that said, open banking innovations and you know the need to move to digital uh, as a result of COVID has accelerated things for us. So. Net-net, I think we're in a really good place as an organization and our our future revenue growth looks. What in the team and how we dealt with it personally, uh, we we initially went really well. We all put our head down. We communicated regularly um, digitally. uh, But we've just moved into our new office uh, with NextGen. We're really enjoying the interaction again of seeing each other. So I think what COVID did for us was forced us to a new normal of you know, part-time in office, part-time at home, and that balance is really supporting the team and really supporting our productivity. So I think we're more efficient than we've ever been and, um, you know, we're enjoying our work more than we ever have. Um, what, what's been your approach to leadership and how does it influence your actions and, and activities in the business? So I'm purpose-driven. Uh, my focus is on making an, a difference in uh, the, the areas of uh, business I choose to work in. And at the moment, that's really around financial well-being. So um, what that's meant is that you know, I've been able to bring my successful... Hey, Dexter, can I start again? Yeah, sure. Not a problem. Yeah, sure. Thanks. Yeah, that's just... No problem. I don't mess with that. That's all right. Gareth, you've also been nominated for Outstanding Leader of the Year sponsored by Vogus. What, what's your approach to leadership and how does it influence your actions and activities in business? So I think the most important thing is being purpose-driven. So at the moment, that purpose is making a difference in the impact in the area of financial well-being. And my career to date has really been in payments and consumer finance has given me the opportunity to work in startups, large enterprises, small enterprises, you know, banking, telco, and that success um, that I've had has really been as a result of the team of people that I've had around me. So my, you know, my personal success comes from the fact that in the last, you know, 20 years, I've been in four or five, you know, decent roles that have been uh, 
really supported by a team of people that follow me from business to business. So, you know, when I go to a new business and I throw my energy and passion into that organization and try to make it successful, then I'm really, you know, really lucky to have those people that will come and join me and work with me. And I think what, you know, in leadership, it's all about showing that, you know, you care and that you make a difference. So, um, you know, that's what's, you know, really helping me is the fact I take time with, you know, people throughout the organization um, to help them with their personal problems as well as their professional problems and then apply that in business and be successful. And I think that that's nice. And then as we've, you know, we've continued, we've, you know, been winning awards, we, you know, named, you know, top 50 fintech in the world in financial inclusion. That that comes from, you know, that's pretty inspiring to be part of a team where the organisation is achieving that. And that's, you know, it's, it's those little things that we do where we get some success and some recognition and we're able to pass that back to the team. Um, and that really sort of drives, I think, a culture and that's what leadership's all about. Mm. And what kind of initiatives have you developed as a leader in Frollo? So, I, I mean, the, I think the key thing for me in terms of initiatives have been really about empowering the team. Um, you know, how do, we, how do we give them the experience that they need and invest in them? You know, bring my experience, bring my team's experience to the problems that we're trying to solve. So initiatives that we've um, we've really sort of invested in have been um, things like um, you know how well uh, how well we work together. You know, so in, in my corporate life, we used to have uh, initiatives where you stand up on a Monday morning and then you you know lay down the law of what you're going to achieve in the week and how you're going to you know hit your goals and smash through your KPIs. And then in Frollo, we sort of took a more, um, more of a relaxed approach, which was that we, you know, we celebrate at the end of the day, end of the week, sorry, with a, a sort of a Friday, you know, round robin where the entire com- company gets on Google Meet. We sit, we talk and we celebrate our success and we celebrate what's good that we've done in the last week and recognize we're all playing a role in driving the company forward. And I think the, the sort of the initiatives that we have that fall off of that means that, you know, people are proud to step up and say what they've done in the week, which means when they start the week, the next week, they're, they're coming in very positive. Um, they're coming in confident, which I think really helps. And that helps them, you know, be better in their role. Um, we also do things that, you know, we regularly celebrate success. We surprise and delight the team all the time with rewards. So, um, you know, selling the business gave me the opportunity to, you know, really, um, delight them with lots of little packages and surprises you know they're just you know everyone got bigger and bigger and better and better for them and I think you know that really helps um, develop a culture of being open transparent um, working in those rituals you know daily stand-up is a is something that we all do it's not just you know for the devs you know the entire business um, participates in that so being in it together has really helped us be successful great now um I'm hoping you're going to um well, this question, I'm going to change it a little. Um, the question is, what's a major obstacle you or your business has overcome? But um, there was a massive, massive accomplishment. I mean, it was just a landmark moment that you and the team delivered this year. And I, I, I know I shouldn't guide you, but I just I think you know, it would be great if you could share with the listeners what that was. Sure. I think, uh, yeah, sure. Um, I think, you know, if if I... I'll, let me lead into that, Dexter, because I think what what was really important in our business was that the biggest the biggest obstacle that we really had was that nobody believed we could ever make money out of the business that we were doing. They didn't believe that we could make a difference in people's lives. Mm. They didn't believe that a bank would ever trust a tiny little fintech. And I think what what I did was really as a 
as a professional was wake up each day knowing that we can do better and we can do more and we put in the energy and time and we hold ourselves accountable and we measure our impact. Um, and, and now we do make money and we make a difference and we're trusted by brands with millions of customers. So I feel like that's our biggest obstacle. But in terms of you know our biggest day ever in my professional career um, was really the, the 1st of July, which was going live with a consumer data right in Australia. And I think that was an, a huge honor um, to be the first organization to connect and successfully transact um, in the consumer data right. That was pretty massive. Um, and what many people don't know is we also sold the company on that day too. So, you know, um, on one day we went live with something that is a landmark event. I think um, we, we likened it to being, you know, the first step on the moon in fintech land. Um, but then also, you know, to sell the organization, which is also something that, you know, many of us out there are building our businesses to, you know, to make a difference. And if we get to sell it as well, then that's, you know, a good outcome. And so we did both of those on the same day. I ended up on the sofa with the kids you know, watching a TV show and with a cheeky glass of Melbeck. So it was probably the biggest day of my life. Fantastic. Well, thanks for joining us today, Gareth. Mate, it's been you know just a real kind of uh, privilege to watch you on the journey as well. And con- you know, congrats to making it to the finals. Um, no matter what happens, you know, you're worth- very worthy finalists. And it's just been, as I say, great to watch that journey. Oh, thanks, Dexter. We appreciate the um, support and um, the opportunity to be here today.